Hello, welcome to the bonus episode of Her Restored Spirit podcast. This is actually the workshop that I did last week, but there were some technical difficulties. Zoom updated and I, well, instead of recording me, it actually recorded one of the participant members and everything she did the entire, throughout the entire workshop. And so because I'd like her to keep speaking to me, I'm not gonna send that out to everybody. But the good thing is, is that now you have access to this workshop whenever you need to. I would suggest, and I talk about it in the workshop, you do this often, go through and define and make an action plan and be intentional about your whole self. So with that, let's dive in. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. But welcome to the Caring for Your Whole Self workshop. So I know we all have heard the term self-care so many times. So put in the chat what you think of every time you hear someone says self-care. Like what, what emotions come to mind, what thoughts, what ideas, what really, what do you think about when it comes to self-care? See, taking a bath, yes. Taking a bath, going on a walk, going to the spa um a lot of times when people hear the word self-care they immediately feel like guilt because they know they should be doing it but it's not something that we do it's not something that we put into place it's not something that we we really completely understand because we just do like we fix some of the symptoms and not really what's going on and so when really what we're looking at is we want our life to feel balanced and peaceful. We want to be able to rest when it's rest time and be active when it's time to be active. But when we are doing periodic um, self-care, it really doesn't give us the basis. It doesn't give us what we need to really have that balance and that peace. So what we're going to do, we're going to dive in. Um, so let's talk first. So I, I asked you what you thought of when you think self-care. How well do you think you do? One to 10, one is like zero self-care, not much. 10 is I rock self-care and I really know my needs. What what are you? What would you say? And if you can't type, if you just wanna hold up your finger too, because I can see most of you. So five, okay. Five, four. 
what do you want to be like where where do you think would be good between one to ten taking care of yourself where do you want to be from one to ten an eight eight okay i think eight is what comes to my mind too that's really because i know there's always something you can do better and also let's face it we have a lot of things going on so taking time to take care of our whole self all the time is not as beneficial or it would be beneficial it's just not um we just can't do it so let's talk about what whole self-care means so what when i say whole self-care what terms or what thoughts come to mind i'm thinking this would probably be more fun if you guys want to go i can you go off uh, mute and just say it i can oh yay nope. <laughs> Hello. Um, hi uh whole self-care um I guess I think of it as like kind of, I guess, understanding like when you need like maybe a break or maybe like, I don't know. I think it's more of like the like, okay, I need to step back. This is going to be helpful for both parties. And like also finding those things that are specifically for you, not for everybody else. And just taking that time. I guess that's what I think of like whole. I don't know. That's my thought. No, you're you're right. It's really looking at your whole life, your whole body, your whole soul as one being instead of being like I am physically tired, I need to rest or I'm physically sore, I need to take a bath. Well, sometimes that's a symptom. And so when we look at it, step back from our immediate needs and look at the self-care from the whole person perspective. So that's so you're spot on. It's taking care of you from a holistic point, but also it does ripple affect those around you. That's the crazy part is I, the term like self-care is not selfish. And you're like, yeah, but it's, you know, the things that you do, it seemed to be, it, you know, going to the spa, going and taking a day off. And, you know, all those things are very personal, which none of those are bad, but a lot of times you're like, okay, that's not enough really to fix what's going on with this stress and this unbalance and so we have to look at okay what other areas in our life are stressed out right now or what am i avoiding because sometimes that's what happens is we avoid something in order and we overcompensate and lavana you're smiling and i know that you never do that um, but you just focus on something that's easy and so a different area of your life it goes unnoticed or unattended to and it falls deeper and deeper and you don't realize that the care that you needed is actually for that area and then it would elevate everything because then you are feeling more balanced and so with that okay when what at the end of this what do you want to be able to say about your whole self-care and this is from this if you're with the replay all of this these questions are in the workbook because after this is done, this workbook, you can take and redo it, redo this whole process every couple of months, I, every season. And um, seasons are really developed by you. They're decided. Um, I know that for me, it's typically with the school year and fall sports and school starting and then winter break and then spring and then summer. 
so my seasons kind of start over in the fall. If you don't have kids, it could be with your work schedule or with family things, um, or it could be with the seasons of, you know, winter, spring, summer, fall. It doesn't matter. You get to define that as well as there's like shorter seasons where work is really busy or you have a family event, a family project or a family vacation coming up and that season is going to be really busy to prepare for it or whatever. Um, so my question to you is, what do you want to be able to say about how you take care of your whole self? When someone asks you like, oh, how's your self-care going? Like, what would you like to be able to say? And you can either come on or you can put it in the chat. Be brave. That's going good. Well, what does that mean? What does going good mean? You're taking care of it. Okay. Well, a lot of times if things are working, then it's, yeah, like I don't know, I can't specifically say why, just everything is working. So, okay. So I know in the last couple of weeks on the podcast, I have been talking about this idea of whole self-care. So it, hopefully you've listened to those. If you haven't, I will definitely um, encourage you to go do that. But I mentioned the 12 domains of life. And so these domains are ones that I have taken from other people. I've um, adapted them and I have to make it fit my life, what it, and typically, the people I've worked with, these work for them. But the idea is you get to define each one, how it fits you. So that's kind of what we're gonna, this next step is we're gonna go through these pretty quickly and just a couple of definitions, what it would include. Because if you understand these domains, and then when we start looking into where are we at each of these, that's when the action plan comes in too. And, that's when we start developing that. And we're gonna to get to that here soon because I want you guys to walk away with an action plan, with at least something you can physically do, something you can, even if it's just mentally, but to start implementing your whole self-care plan. So let's talk about the 12 domains. And again, like I said, if one of these do not work for you, but something else does, cross it off and put what works for you or just define it a little differently. Because again, if I do something that really works for me, it would be great for you guys to try it and see, but you got your different priorities. As a single mom, you know, taking time away and, and I can't put down my responsibilities, but if you're able to for an hour or so, you know, then that is, it, you, then go for it. As a married, you have a spouse that you have to account for. You have um, people, other people in your life you, that you can't just say, okay, I'm not gonna worry about any of this. It's only gonna be about me, you know? And, and I don't have a spouse that I have to actually take that into consideration. So as you're defining these, like when we're throwing things out, define it for yourself. And there is no right or wrong answer. Well, there's no wrong answer. Everything that you put down is right. So spirituality and faith. What are some of the things that you would include in that realm for yourself? And some of the things I would is my prayer life. Um, if I, I have to attend to that, otherwise I know that that part of that domain in my life 
does drop down if my prayer life is not at least existent. Um, another is connecting with, um, you know, going to church and, and fellowshipping with fellow Christians. Uh, that's different for me than connecting with my friends. This is actually with the intention of focusing on God and, you know, small group. So that's what I, that's how I would define this. Um, does anyone else have any other examples that they want to add? Okay. Um, the next is the health, fitness, mental health. So this is our, the, fit, the healthy fitness, your body, um, how your body works. And I include mental health in there just because the body, mind, soul connection really does exist. And I truly believe that if your mental health is not taken care of, you feel it in different areas of your body whether you feel sluggish. Um, for me, I realize that I hold all of my emotional junk in my gut. And so I, I get stopped up, I get um, stomach aches, I bloat. Um, and so if I'm not taking care of my mental health, I can't just look at that. I have to look at, oh, my stomach has been hurting the last couple of days. Let me look at how to, you know, what's going on mentally to help my physical as well as you know, working out, eating right, all of those things. Um, that's what I would include in the health, fitness, mental health arena. Do, is there anything else, any other terms that you guys can think of? No, okay, that's good. Um, so this one, relationships. So I, I split up relationships into close family, partners, and kids. So these are the people who really you need to show up for. This group is the ones that if you don't connect to them well, you feel it in your soul. You know that it's not like they deserve more of your goodness. They deserve more of your energy than say your, even your close friends. Like it is the, I mean, there's the close friends and there's the, the friends that are so close, their family. And I include those in this group. Um, and then the second one is the relationships and the friends, friendships, just going out and being able to hang out with somebody. Who do you want to pour into or who really doesn't matter if they pour into you? And a lot of times having friendships outside of your family is very healthy. It's very needed. These may be the girls that you go on girls trips with or go to dinner with or go to breakfast with. These are the women or, or men even that really do deserve some of your, you know, your, your attention, your energy, but are not at the point of close family and friends. Like you, you separate those and give them different energy. The next is the environment or physical space. Now, when I saw that someone added this and it, the light bulb went off on their list because before I had never known that to be part. But if your physical space is cluttered, is not, if you don't love where you live, if you have, um, if it's hectic, if it's crazy, if it's so stressful where you are or where you work, and any place that you're physically in, if there's not a way that you can get peace in that, like that's going to affect all of the other areas. 
Now at work, you may not be able to fix everything and change all the energy, but you maybe in your on your desk, maybe you can intentionally set something there that you really like or um, play music or just have something that you can focus on that really calms you. Same in your house. Um, I have realized that I have to have one space in my house that is decluttered, that the kids stay out of, that is just mine. And that one space, I can go in and I don't go into that space um, really stressed out. I make sure that I, and it's it's just a chair, it's just a chair in my room, but I go in and that's my happy place. Like I go, I can read a book, I can do, but I don't take, I, I don't take bad energy in there because I need something that I'm like, oh, this is pretty. You know, like sometimes just having pretty things in our life is really good. Um, but having, if you don't love your house and let's face it, we've all had houses that we just live in, it weighs on you after a while. So you've got to figure out a way, how can I make this space lovely? How can I enjoy coming home? If it's an energy change you need, then that's what you focus on. But while you're defining this for yourself, think about that. Like what, what would make this space something that I would look forward to being in? instead of something that I try to avoid. So the next things and I, the next one is dreams, vision and personal impact. I really believe that we all have a special calling from God. And it doesn't need to be this grand like make a huge impact, talk to a million people, um, cure this disease, or this doesn't need to be this grand gesture kind of impact. It really could be right where you are. But I all think I think that in our hearts we really know and we feel when we are come, showing up as ourselves and we're making an impact. And and I will say it's even if your kids are where you need to make the impact. If that you feel you need to pour into your kids and maybe their friends when they come over like that it's there is no big or small here we also have dreams and the more we start to realize that god puts dreams and visions for ourselves and how he wants us to be as well as how you know the next one is our like our calling and the next step but this is really personal this is our how can we really make an impact? And just to share a story with, with everything that has gone on in my life, um, the moment that I got the news about my husband, um, I realized that it was for more than just the pain I was going through. Um, I looked back and I was able to see how he had prepared me and how this course, it jetted my life in a whole different direction. But because of that circumstance, now I can see how I can make a personal impact. And even if it's just as I'm walking down the street, talking to one person, I can recognize, I can recognize if someone needs a friendly hi, or I can recognize if someone needs to talk. And so that is part of my dream, my vision, my personal impact is knowing that I want to do that. Like that is what God has created me to do. 
which for different people is different things. And so, and, and this one and the next one, the calling, passion and purpose, um, I keep them separate because the personal impact is really what can you do and how do you relate to others? And it's also this, you know, what do you want personally? What are your dreams for yourself? If you want to go on a world long, you know, go around the world on a cruise, like that also, like that kind of thing, acknowledge it, write it down. Because even though you may not go on it today, if you don't acknowledge it, you can't make a plan for it. And sometimes taking care of our whole self is realizing that we can have these big audacious dreams because God is a, is a creative God and he is the God of the impossible. But if we don't start looking past what's right in front of us, then we're not able to even see what he's doing in our lives and allow him to shape that. So that, so that's kind of the dreams and the vision um, and the personal impact is like, what does God want me to do with my personal life? The next, the calling, passion, purpose, and God-sized dreams. Now this one is, this one's taking it a, a step further. And again, if your purpose is to be a teacher, if that is what you're calling your passion is, then how can you do that well? And where are you getting stressed out? What, how is that defined for you? So that way you know how to care for those needs. And how do you grow? If you are, if you really want to become a professor, then what steps do you need? Well, you need to define what that domain is for you, what it looks like, and allow it to change over time, but define that. Um, and then there's the, the financial well-being. And as, the, as we're going through these, they're not in any certain order. None of them are more important than the other one when it comes to the whole self it is really like i i couldn't figure out how to make it a circle it was too many too many things i couldn't do it it was taking too much time so i decided just to make them lines and you'll see later i have lines instead of <laughs> i was like forget it but all of these affect the other and you and god are in the center of it and so all of these like your some are more have more priority than others, which we'll talk about when we assess, but they all are equal in that you have to have all of these in your life in order to feel the balance that you're looking for. Um, so the next one's financial well-being. This is an area that I know that if I am not, if I don't feel confident in this area, it's one that I just overlook. I will overcompensate in other ways and I will not even deal with. But I realized that by being honest with myself, with my financial standing, it's a whole lot easier to feel balanced and realize, oh, okay, well, I know that I need to save more next month. Or I, I and it's not all about spending or saving, it's just understanding what are your future goals? Now, these dreams and visions you have, if you don't put them down in your financial plan, then that's also gonna be like, how is that going to be how are you going to see it come to life? How is that going to change and see really what you want to do? Um, and then the next, I put professional dreams in and vision. So this is the your day-to-day -day 
what you do. This is how do you be the best at whatever you're doing, whatever you're getting paid for. If you're a mom, the business of mom, if you're a case manager, how are you the best case manager possible? How And what are your dreams with that? Because we all wanna do our job well. And again, sometimes, and the reason why these three, the, the dreams, vision, and personal impact, calling, passion, purpose, and God-sized dreams, and then the professional dreams, they're separate because there are three different areas in your life. And the more you think about it, the more like I first clump them together, but they're different, different energy. And because let's face it, if you're working a nine to five, that job does not have the, have the same weight as maybe what your God-sized calling is. It may take up more time, but it's your God-sized calling or your God-sized dream may be what really is going to come in the future and your professional dreams and goals are what's going to help you get there or fund that dream for you or open the opportunities for you to minister in different ways. So they go together, but by separating that, you don't need to get life fulfillment through your job. And a lot of times that when you put effort into that so much that you're just like, I'm really good at my job. Okay, well, you're doing really good at your job for other people. How are you being fulfilled yourself? And that's why I put them separate. And then community. I move every couple of years, or I did. And one of the first things I did is you go and you dive into the community. You find your people, you find your activities. If you have kids, you sign them up for school, you sign them up for sports, you get them friends and you get involved. Well, I realized that the more you connect with the community around you, the more you're able to, you have a support system, you have activities, you have more opportunities. And it's really, that's, that is where God has placed you. So that's also your opportunities for ministry. That is, you know, and if you, you can live in a place for years and not even know what is around. And so I realized that if you, um, and again, you can define this any way, your community could be just your people, um, the people that you affect, the people that you see all the time, or it could be the city at large, what, whatever you want to define it as. For me, it is, it really is the, where my kids and my, and I spend our time, but also like what else in the, in the area can we do? What little odd things are going on in our, neighborhood or in our community that we can get involved with and find find new friends make new and find more opportunities and things so then there's just two more um this one is one that as moms uh, we will put on the back burner and and a lot of times i've realized that it is so we avoid it just because it's like, oh, well, it's fun to go and take our kids to sports or I have fun watching the other people do, you know, all my kids do the amazing things they get to do. But the fun, the travel, recreation, hobbies, experiences, we are allowed to have a life outside of our kids. This one is really hard for moms. And I think that as the kids grow and as your people grow, it's even more important that you do have a life outside of them. One is remember, we are an example of what it is to be an adult. So if we are stressed out 
and boring and we don't ever do anything, do you think that our kids actually want to launch and become an adult and go and get a job and do all the things that it takes to be an adult? Or do you think they're going to be like, nah, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I'm going to stay home. I'm going to live in your basement. I'm going to just, I'm going to, I'm going to live my life and have fun. Um, but no, we need to show them that there's a, a balance. And I think even going through with these domains with the kids and showing that, okay, it is one area, like, and I want you guys to have fun, but just know that that's also not all that life is. Like, we have to take care of our financial well being. But by really defining it, like, what is fun for you? Because a lot of times I forget, as an Enneagram one, I'm pretty serious. But I have that when I'm in a healthy path, I go step into that seven and I can have have fun and I can be fun. Like there's days that I, I'm like, man, I am fun today. Today's a good day. But there's also days I get so in my head that I forget that sometimes my fun meter is so low that that's really, I need to stop all the other things that I'm doing and I need to laugh or I need to just do something I enjoy. So what is fun for you? And have a wide range of things from things that maybe take longer, but also have things that are just short, like just little things like a joke. Um, my kids, they love when I just say randomly, like, tell me a joke, because um, they've always got one ready. Um, sometimes it's this, you know, the same like four that they cycle through and I act like it's the first time I heard it. Um, now that they're getting older, that one doesn't play, you know, they catch on quicker, but you know, they still say the same joke. So I'm going to give them the same reaction. But, and then the next one is peace, happiness, and joy. I, peace and joy specifically, I really think that you can hold that, those as values, no matter what is happening in your life. And by making sure that you define that, what that looks like in your life, then you can use the other domains to help pour into that. And I think that it's important because peace for me does not look like peace for someone who doesn't have kids or it doesn't look like for someone who is, you know, has a, a marriage and kids or a marriage with no kids or single and no kids. Peace does not look the same. And so I think when we try to fit you know, other people's idea of peace into our box, it doesn't sit well. I think that with that, we should really define what is peace? What is joy in my life? What really can I, what can I connect to? What can I focus on when things are getting really tough or when I'm getting stressed out that at least can say, okay, I have this in my life. I can focus here. Um, is there a Bible verse? Is there, you know, a candle that you can light and you know, um, during the fall and winter, I have a lot of um, the electronic candles, the like battery operated candles that I have it set that they automatically go on at like 6 p.m. And so, because in the winter it's dark then, so they go on and then it's one, it's something that I don't have to do. It goes on automatically. So anything I don't have to do myself is really helpful. But it also just reminds me to take a deep breath and enjoy because I enjoy them so much that every day when I see them, I'm just like, oh, my candles, something silly and stupid. And I got them in Michael's. I buy them at 60% off. 
And so that my they grow the numbers and when they are stop working, then I, if, well, because sometimes they stop working and you can't put new batteries in them and then they still won't work. So then they, you know, get discarded, but something silly that it's a candle, but it goes on by itself. I look at it and I have put the meaning behind it that it is peace. That is, I can just take a breath and I can recognize and I can have gratitude for the things in my life. So as you go through, I encourage you to take it and, and do this, go and, and define your, your domains, but we're going to shift into a more active. Let's assess. There's no judgment here. And also don't be too hard on yourself. So if you think you're a one in everything, chances are you're not like it is okay. I know all of you on here and I know that it is not, you're not ones on every area, even several areas. I don't think you're ones at, um, and I know that the people who are watching the replay, I know that you guys are not ones in every area as well. But so this first line, where are you in the, for each, like the spirituality and faith and just, just be honest with yourself. Where are you? And just mark, Mark it down. And again, we're gonna we're gonna go into we'll go through this part pretty quick so that way we can have some time for the action plan and questions. But on the second line, where do you want to be? And I will tell you in my assessment, not I'm not eights on everything. I'm not like there are some like the um, my environment and and physical space. Uh, if I'm a six, I like that is where I'd like to stay. Like I don't need, um, I don't need to completely always change my environment. I don't need. I'm okay with a little clutter as long as it doesn't get out of hand. Um, you know, I have kids and they're home all the time, so I've always got food out and stuff. So I am okay with it being lower. But with my relationships, with my close family and and my and my close friends i need that to be an eight like i i need to make sure that i don't go below that and i a lot of times i'll assess myself at like a six so if you go through each of these and just know that again there's no judgment also if one's more important to me and it's not as important to you it doesn't say anything about either of us it just like really a lot of times we don't look at things from our perspective we look at what we what other people say or what we should you know oh yeah well i should have a magazine worthy home who said you should like why or even um like even let's say your community community for me is one that i think is important but if i'm a six seven on that one like i am good as well like i don't need actually i would say five because i i don't even need but i just can't let that get below a, a two if i'm not connected with the the community around me then i and i'm stay because i work from home my kids are homeschooled so that means that i haven't left my house in a while and i really should go <laughs> even if it's just to go grocery shopping so take time and look through all of them and throw out when you um what's one of the like for let's see 
where would you, what domain would you rate yourself the highest in? That right now, your current state, which one do you think that you are doing well in? And I know you guys are doing well in something. Yeah, you can just say it. Um, I think like health, um, <laughs> health and mental health, I'd say I would rate myself probably at an eight, which I think is pretty good. But do I feel like it could be higher? Yes, but I don't feel like it's like pressing as okay. much as maybe some of the other ones. Right, right. Well, and that's a good point because if you're at an eight and you're like, no, this is it. Things can always improve, but a lot of times if we're good where we're, we're at, that's a sign that it's time we can pour some extra energy into other domains. Like you're at a good level. Cause yeah, if you're an eight or above on anything like that is, I mean, that's high, that is good. And so then you have that, that keep that and then make sure you don't drop below whatever your threshold is, but use the extra energy to, okay, where else can you pour into then? Because mentally you're good. So, so where else, what's one that you're lower on? I put my environment. Okay. And I, I probably say that more cause it like things stress me out when it's like not as clean and it's not like an OCD, like it's not that like, right. I just like, I could probably make it feel more homey or like I get to a point in my head where I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to be here that much longer, you know? So right. it's just like, but it's like, no, it's a space I come to every day. It should be more relaxing. Well, and so even if you're not going to be there for long, what's something that you can do to make it more homey or to have that, like that feeling of, oh, I like coming home to this. Having things probably more organized. Okay. And constantly, I don't know, I feel like, or even like the whole candle thing. I think that's actually really good because it's like, I love a good candle. And when it's like, ah, oh, it, it does bring a sense of joy, like little things like that. Well, and with that, because of the meaning that I placed behind it, because I mean, it's just a candle. And to some people, they don't like it's like, whatever, it's a candle, but it's whatever you put, you can add the meaning to it that you really want it to value. You want it to mean something. You want it to calm you. And then the more you focus on that, then all of a sudden your thoughts about that change and then it becomes that for you. So, yeah, and it doesn't take a lot to do yeah. that like, or a lot of money, a lot of time. You don't have to put a lot of holes in your walls to make those little things or to say, okay, I'm going to say make one corner of my house or my kitchen. Since I spend time there, you know, I'm going to make that a place that I love. You don't have to spend a lot of money to do it, but it does increase your, and that whole domain will increase for you when you recognize that. That's good. Thanks yeah. Lauren. Anybody else? What is, what is an area that you are high in? Mine is probably financial. Financial? Okay. And how does that help, knowing that that's high, how does that help you in the other areas of your life? 
the fact that you you have you you're good there. Okay. Well, because again, when it's all when that area is taken care of, that means that you can kind of set that aside and you can focus on the other areas, the other domains in your life. And a lot of people, their financial is not good and it stresses them out. For you, since that is a, a high area, then you can say, okay, what area do I want to put more effort into? What's one of your low ones that you would like to put more effort into? Uh, probably community. Community? Yes, yeah, I keep to myself. Okay, and how has that hindered your life by not, not, not putting yourself out there? How has that halted your growth? don't have as many people that you can call on, I guess. Yeah. Well, and then that starts to pour into like relationships and things too, because when you don't meet people and you may be missing out on some good friendships and things. So yeah, definitely by just adding a little bit more to the community and doing something, even when you may not think you want to, I hate small town parades. I hate them. I'm going on the public record. I hate them. But I know that doing that, my kids like them, and I have friends who really enjoy it. And so then by going, I get to spend time with them too. And then I'm supporting the community and all the people who worked really hard to put that amazing parade together. All of the floats and those cars just driving and the people with the signs, you know, so things like that. It's, you realize that that is bolstering them as well when you participate it gives them a reason because maybe that's part of their calling is to put on those parades and by showing up and being part of the community you're helping them in that way too so it's that's how it could ripple effect all right i am also challenged in the, the community aspect and joining those super fun things that the community puts on uh, so i will challenge myself to participate more in those um I feel like I'm doing okay in the, the dreams, visions, personal impact. Like there's the, the start of the bigger vision um, that's starting to catch a little more fire. So that's exciting. Yes. And then uh, I'm interested to pour more into that. So I, I want to see how the rest of these numbers turn out to see how much energy I have to just pour into that. Well, and while you're doing this, Again, like I like to revisit this whole, the whole self-care, like every time the season, or I feel like there's a big shift in energy or in my activities, because sometimes you can pour way more energy into one domain. Cause you know, this is the season for this domain. And if your dream, if, like, if, like you said, if it's starting to, to develop and that is where, cause that can trickle into fun. It could trickle into your financial, it can, you know, it can affect your other domains. It's just one of those, if you only focus on that for your whole life, then and the, allow the other ones to go. But yeah, so if that's what is showing up as important to you right now, it's okay that it may be a little bit higher than your relationships and, um, you know, your close relationships and friends and family. But you definitely don't want that to be the norm, knowing that if you don't have the relationship with your family, then your dreams are like 
what's the point in the long run if you don't have your your people with you but yeah like that's really cool i'm excited to hear more about that so we'll have to talk about that later but yeah phone call all right well let's get into so did you guys go through all of them and assess each one where you are and where you want to be can you list them again okay um yes so dreams Let's start at the top. The spirituality and faith. And you know what, what we can do also, because I did in the last email, you should have gotten a, a link to download the worksheet too. But spirituality and faith, health, fitness, mental health, relationships, close family, partner, kids, relationships, friend, and other important relationships an environment, your physical space, dreams, vision, personal impact, calling, passion, purpose, God-sized dreams, financial well-being, professional dreams, goals, and vision, community, fun, travel, recreation, hobbies, experiences, and peace, happiness, and joy. And what I can also do, let me, I can share my screen and pull this up as well. So that way you can follow along. Maybe, there we go. Go here, pull this up, okay. Just being really slow, all right. Share screen. All right, it's not letting me share my screen, so I will not do that at the moment. We'll just continue the way we're going. Um, so now what we're gonna do is after you've assessed them, let's, let's pick um, let's pick, how about three areas that we'll talk about a little bit more, and then you guys can go back and do them all for yourself, but we'll start making a plan in three areas. So what's, what is an area you guys would like to discuss or we can make a plan? And again, it's, even if we make a plan, like it's personal. So your plan doesn't have to look like my plan or anyone else's. What's three areas that maybe have a a bigger a bigger jump in between them that you would mm -hmm. that you're comfortable with so the the space between them maybe you're at a three and you'd really like to be a six or you're at a five and you want to be at an eight um something that is a it's kind of pressing and really does any of them surprise you are there any of them that are lower than you would expect them to be when you really think about how you define them or ones that you've been avoiding and realize that maybe I have not put any effort into it? Crickets. It's okay. It's all right. No judgment. I was, well, again, I'm an Enneagram one. I'm so stupid hard on myself. So it's like, oh, 
I'm a three and everything except for when I'm a two. But it's like, no, when I start to define it, that's why I feel it's really important to define. Cause then when I start looking at what the actions are and what it, then I'm like, okay, maybe I'm really a, a five or six and I'd really like to be a seven or eight. But so there's no judgment. There's, I believe me, I do all of the judging to myself. You don't need to do it too. Personal assessments take me a while. Yes, it's okay. It's all right. Well, let's talk about, let's, we'll do an easy one. The health, fitness, mental health. Let's talk about, so where are, and you can hold up your fingers or you can like, where are you now? And I know Laura, and you said that you are an eight and as a Pilates instructor, that's pretty darn good. But so where are you with your health, fitness and mental health right now? I'm gonna say it's a five because it's actively being worked on. Okay. Whereas a couple of weeks ago, probably would have been like a three before I actively started working on. Okay. And where would you like it to be? Apparently an eight. An eight. Okay. All right. So we'll take that five to an eight. Now, one thing is we look at that gap and then we immediately start feeling guilty about how far we have to go. But really it's just the matter of right now let's take it from a five to a six like what could you do right now to go up one number so whatever your number is with health and fitness what's one thing that you can do to to increase that a, a number and even if you just a partial number if you're not um you know so if you're an eight already what could you do to make that a nine um, for me, I would say I'm about a seven because again, like I, that's one area that I've been working on. I would really like it to be a nine. I'd like to be at the point where it's, it's part of my daily routine and I do it because that does spill into all the other areas of my life. If I am mentally healthy and if I'm physically fit and I go and work out, my whole day is better. And so by maintaining that, it actually allows everything else to come up as well. So what's one thing that you could do? And this action plan, that's, that's what it is, is each one, what would take it up one number? Sleeping, sleeping would take it up one number. Okay, okay, we have sleeping, anything else? Um, I'm going to put out there like consistency or like for me, it's like my nutrition. Like I have to think about not just eating to survive, but eating like to thrive. And okay. so I know I say I'm an eight, but it's probably because I would like love to be a 10. Okay. So it's just like, and I'm not saying I like per trying to perfect that or anything, but I, I do think that sometimes for me, it just needs to be consistently trying to eat better. Okay. So what is one action step that's doable then? Because when you say consistency and I just want to eat better all the time that our brains are like, yeah, that's not happening. So plan. What, 
plan. Okay. So what day, like how, what, like, how would you want to plan? Like what would work for you? Um, planning like every week, like planning my week out a little bit more for me, probably meal planning would be, um, good for the week. Okay. And when do you, um, like what days do you go grocery shopping? Fridays. Friday. So what day do you think would be good for what day could you set aside or could you put on your calendar to meal plan? So you're ready for Friday. So probably if I go grocery shopping Friday, then I probably just need to go ahead and do it that specific day. Okay. So I think that would be good. Is that something that you think you could do? Like plan, put a time on your calendar where you can, because I I don't know about you. I'm a person that if it's not on my calendar, I'll say I want to do it, but then it's like something else will take precedent. Or some, it just like will go out. But if I have it on my calendar, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to meal plan at this time. Let me do it. That's that what I need to do. And I started that this week, not the necessarily like the planning part, but like writing it in my organizer. Cause I think that's where I, um, I think writing it down was like, okay, this is a thing on this specific time. So yeah, okay. I think that would be helpful. So that would, that would be a good action step for you is to say, okay, on Fridays, if I'm going grocery shopping at 2 p.m. at noon, I'm going to make sure that I have all the recipes that I want or I'll, or I will find the recipes and write out the, the plan. But if you have that and you know what you need to be successful, you have all of the resources and you have a time, then that's what you, that's when things start to happen for you is if you plan be like, okay, well, I'll sit and I'll plan. Well, what do you need to plan? Because otherwise you'll sit down with like in front of the Pinterest and to find recipes. And all of a sudden you're learning how to knit a sweater and you don't even realize what happened. And now you missed your grocery shopping time too. But if you have a plan and say, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what the resources that I need. And then let's see, and let me try it for two weeks. And then I will adjust as necessary or change up what's needed. Um, But yeah, that's when you're making your plan, be as specific as possible. If you can put it on your calendar and write down what you need. And that goes with any of these, even with your relationships. If, and it seems impersonal, like, okay, let me plan this 30 minute time that I'm only going to spend with my kids. I'm going to put everything away. But by doing that, you really, allow yourself that space and that freedom. You don't have to remember it or, and then when it shows up in your calendar, do it, put everything else aside, make your meal plan. If you are working on a workout plan, know what workout you're going to do. If you're working on a healthy eating schedule, schedule and know what times you need to eat by in order to meet your goals. But the more you actually write it out, the better chance it's going to happen. We can't leave things to chance. Many times that's what we leave self-care to, which is why by spending time on the domains, defining them and then writing your assessment and then looking at, okay, here's my goals. What can I do to increase everything by one? Or is something good and I just need to maintain where it is so I can put effort into something else. 
And a lot of times, like my work, that's something that I love and I get fulfillment with. Every once in a while, I realize that I put more effort into that because it's getting me the benefits that I need. I'm avoiding something else. I'm avoiding my environment um, and my physical living space. And all of a sudden, I have weeds all over my yard. And now instead of taking a little bit of time, I have to take several hours to do. That's that's something that I'm like, okay, I, I can't let one grow so strong that all of the other ones start to fall behind. So that's what I hope that you guys are gathering through this is that if you, they all run into each other and they all benefit each other. And I know we're about at an hour, so I wanna go through and um, what questions, what questions or what do you have or, and then with the worksheet, there's also more journaling after you've done this and after you've written out an action step for each one, it asks you questions about your why. And it talks about like, what do you not wanna forget about what you're feeling right now? Like, what is your aha moment? Mm -hmm. And because you've got to figure that out, you've got to know why you're doing it. And a lot of times I put in like the emotions that I'm feeling or the, the thoughts that I want to feel, because then I can remember when I go back to it, I'm like, oh, this is why I planned this. This is why I needed to put, stop working and I need to go and pull weeds because when I pull up to my house, it really does make me feel good to see the flower beds cleaned out. And when that's feeling, when that feels good, then the inside of my house, I want to make that look nice as well. And then if that feels good, then all of a sudden I am having the peace that I'm looking for. And then if I have peace, then I can have more fun. And then if I'm having more fun, I'm not overspending and I'm not, because my, my financial standing can, you know, my investments of my house and my, and my yard is I don't have to pay someone to come and take care of it, or I don't have to fix things that I let go so bad. So you can see how everything goes together. Do you guys have any questions or anything that any, like anything, anything that you guys want to say, anything that uh, is coming up or ideas, any aha moments that that you can take better care of your whole self. I'm really excited to print out this workbook and get to journaling. I've <laughs> never actually been so excited to journal. <laughs> hey, what are you excited about? Uh, the whole to see where I think like to finish the assessments of the domains in proper space and, and to see where I'm at of all the different things that I just completely ignored. There's a couple of these that I never did fill in. So. Yeah, I not going to lie. When I first became a therapist and we, you know, were taught the whole, and you can, the wheel of life, you can go on and you can Google wheel of life. This is kind of the basis that I took it from, but it's, it doesn't like, I was like, Oh, that sounds great. But what do I do with it? And that's why I broke it down. And I'm like, no, I really, it all really does matter. And all of that is one, your oneself. And if you are just taking care of one area of your life, one domain, that's why you're still feeling unbalanced and unpeace, you know, not having the peace that you need, being overstressed, overworked, because sometimes it is those other domains that we actually need to put energy into to bring them up to a level that's manageable. And then all of a sudden, it, and it's 
you can feel more balanced because mm -hmm. that work-life balance thing does not really exist. There is no exact balance. It's always a scale. But in this season, what's the most important thing to you? And make sure that you don't let that fall. Like that, this one thing is what I want to focus on this season. But you also can't, by focusing on that, you cannot completely just ignore all of the rest of it. You have to, even while you're focused on that, even your financial well-being, you can't, if you're trying to invest in your, your physical space, you, you need to talk to your financial well-being before so you don't overspend. And all of a sudden this next season, you realize that your credit card bills are so high, but your space looks amazing. You're still not going to have, you're not going to have the peace. You're not going to feel balanced. And so that's why I think if you look at it and you take time, it really will give you that whole self-care and you'll see what actually your needs are. So I'm excited that you're excited to journal. I can't wait to hear about it because I'm going to ask. No. <laughs> Ooh, can you say that last line again? So it was like whole self-care and I was writing equals something about finding your needs, what your needs are. Yeah, you know, there's a replay. So mm. uh, I'm really look. in the moment. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. So, but it's a matter of if you find, if you're looking at your whole self and what your definitions are, you're able to actually look at your needs in the moment. And because you're identifying, okay, like I'm feeling out of balance in this area. And so you can, you can address that and it doesn't take away from everything else. It actually will bolster everything else as well. But if you're pouring into the wrong domain, so you may be doing something that is a lot of fun, but if you were at a 10 already at fun and your purpose and faith is on a two, like that's still gonna be, feel very unbalanced and you're not gonna get the full benefits from having fun because there's other areas in your life that are, are neglected. Okay. So I think that that is the gist of what I was saying. Oh, I'm hitting the replay. That was a good line. Okay. I'm going to go and quote, I'm going to find it and quote it too. Put it on a Instagram. Yeah. Very cool. Well, are there any other questions? Any other, and you can feel free to um, send me a message and ask, ask anything. Or if you want to talk about any of these later, just let me know and we can help. I can help you define whatever. It'll be so much fun, but I encourage you take the time and it is not easy work. It's not, and sitting and journaling about it, sometimes it's really uncomfortable, but the more you do it, and when you keep all of it, you're gonna see how it, your life will change, will transform. You'll start feeling more balanced simply because you've identified your needs and your desires, because we all have them. Hey, I really hope you enjoyed the workshop today. Many times we gloss over things like this and we say we're going to do it later. We understand how important things like this are. If we only had time or if the conditions were perfect, then we would actually sit down and do it. Oh, my friend, I will tell you, there is never the perfect, perfect time and the conditions are never even close to perfect. But if you do this, if you take the time to really plan out how you're going to care for your whole self, including rest, including all the things, and really 
understand what your needs are so you can address those instead of grabbing at different things that are not working. And yes, that going to the spa or taking a day off would be wonderful, but those would be bonus self whole self-care days. That would be bonus because you're taking such good care of your whole being that those extra things that seem like luxuries, you can actually step into and see it as a luxury and really enjoy the moment because you you have all of the things in place. So now, how can you get a hold of me? If you have any questions, if you have any ideas, if you have an idea for a definition for one of these domains, send it to me. I'd love to hear it. But you can get a hold of me at TammyMarieCoaching.com and on Instagram at TammyMarieCoaching. And I'd love to hear from you. I'm even considering doing these workshops monthly just as a hands-on tool to help you see how little steps can help you restore your spirit, how can heal your broken heart, and how you can affect those around you by working on yourself and not in a selfish way, but in a healthy way to know who God created you to be. I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye for now.